0: Welcome. Wow, that was weak. Come on, Rashad, you could do better. <clears throat> <clears throat> Welcome to Seriously Hook Star Wars, where your hook is Chris and Rashad, and today, what we seek is the beginning. Um, I, what am I supposed to say after that? Follow us on, <laughs> on, on whatever platform you get your podcasts, uh, so you can get every new podcast in your feed. Um reallyhook.com is our website. You can go visit that. <laughs> Luca artwork is amazing. Um, today we'll be talking about episodes 6 and 7 of the Disney Plus series Ahsoka. And I don't know if I have anything else. I guess before we conclude the intro, how are you doing
1: Chris? I'm doing very well. This is a very special episode. Uh, we haven't been talking in a bit for real life reasons, but uh, I'm glad we're back. And also glad we're going to talk about those two episodes today. Well, I mean, real life
0: reasons just means we're busy. Like there's nothing. It's not like we were beefing and we hate each other. So don't worry. No,
1: no, no. Also, (laughs) uh, I I mean, I don't know about you. I wasn't at the hospital. I was going to say we're both fine, but I don't know how how you're doing. But uh, I'm good. It was just a busy time, you
0: know. I was not in the hospital in these past two weeks. I can say that with authority. Authority? Sorry. I can say that definitively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a recent trip to Germany, which was really fun, but maybe we can talk about that if we get bored of Star Wars, which will be never. So sorry, guys. You're not going to know anything about my
1: trip to Germany. Wow. Way to keep them hanging.
0: You know me. I love the listeners.
1: Yeah, it's very true. <laughs>
0: All right. And I guess without further ado. There it is. Impatience for victory guarantees defeat.
1: Damn well. Whoa, what a quote. I
0: really like Balin. I wish we had (laughs) more of him, honestly. And I'm really sad that he's all there going to be gone in the next episode or Mm. i mean the ray stevenson version of him will be gone i doubt they'll real recast him but i don't know what they're gonna what they planned with this show to begin with
1: so we'll see yeah i mean he is so fascinating honestly the way like he's very mysterious and i love him i'm i'm definitely here Balin is almost my favorite character of this show
0: I mean, I, that's a shock to both of us. I mean, I really like Balin as well. I thought it would just be like Ahsoka love, everyone else hate, and yeah. Thrawn maybe love because Thrawn is also really endearing. But
1: mm-hmm. Balin's
0: really, for me, Balin and Shin as well. I like her too. So I think yeah. they have actually
1: stolen the show for me to a certain extent. For sure. Not from Ahsoka because, sure. I mean, Ahsoka's Ahsoka. That's a whole other thing. Exactly. Uh, Hu young also obviously MVP as always. Uh but yeah, we were talking about two episodes today, episode six, far far away, and episode seven, Dreams and Madness. And can I just say, Far Far Away, when Who Young starts telling that story and starts with a long time ago in a galaxy far far away, I was so in love that they did that. I love it so much. (laughs) It, it was, was cute, so, right? It was it was like it was not the millionth time somebody did did the um oh, I have a bad feeling about this. This is like actually meta-textual amazingness. What's
0: interesting to me is that it also like it's the first time we hear that in, in exactly. universe, right? And that's so yeah. cute. And I think just there's so many things that Dave Filoni is putting into this show that is just, you can tell like he is a Star Wars nerd at heart. And that's mm-hmm. what just like is part of every single episode. And that's just, I think the pinnacle of that in particular, he's speaking to every single young, old, everything in between Star Wars fan out there.
1: Mm-hmm. And that also kind of tells you that the whole Star Wars thing is maybe just stories in a Jedi archive in the r- fiction of the world. That would be so cool, right? <laughs> that like the far like in where we are in the timeline, just in the future. Um, that be that's so interesting. And talking about like history <laughs> and everything, uh, I like, just had an image. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Sure.
0: I just had an image of cut to at the end of the Star Wars movie like in the future uh, like um, like a history conference and people debating about the
1: legitimacy <laughs> of these sources and <laughs> all these things <laughs> oh my god can you tell we studied history once uh, <laughs> once once <laughs> Okay, yeah, you continue to study history, I guess. Uh, yeah, you wish it was once. Uh, oh, yes, I really do sometimes. At this but point. I yeah. hope my supervisor isn't listening to this. No, who knows? You'll find out. Um, there goes your funding. Uh, <laughs> I get a you are expelled letter in the mail. Yeah, exactly. You listen to your podcast. Um, no. Um, also, Balin has a cyclical vision of history. Very interesting uh you know he says in episode six oh you know everything just happens over and over again and he has a very daenerys-esque moment when he says i want to break the cycle uh, more more or less he uses those words which was very much daenerys's i want i i want to break the wheel
0: speech. that's what i'm gonna write in my dissertation as a topic right. i want to break the wheel or no what i seek is the beginning yeah.
1: is that <laughs> is that gonna be your introductory quote That'd be amazing. As Daenerys
0: Targaryen once
1: Exactly. (laughs) Just quote Daenerys Targaryen (laughs) in your PhD thesis. Um, Power move. Um, But we haven't even talked about the big... I mean, we're five minutes in, but... Uh, oh my god yeah you're right we haven't talked
0: since Ezra and Thron came back right exactly oh my god <laughs> it's been so long back. in my brain because it was like yes is today for you wow yeah. You that just right. happened like two hours ago for you yeah, whoa exactly oh my god we are coming at this from very different places right now yeah for sure I've been living with that for two weeks and yeah. I, it has taken every ounce of strength for me not to text <laughs> you about that
1: yeah thank you I appreciate it um yeah, Thrawn is back. Ezra's back. I like both of them. I, you know, Thrawn, I really love his, you know, his personality. I mean, he's a bad person, but he just, he's so smart. He's so well. And I love that they cast the voice actor. Um, I would say small little to I, I think he doesn't have the. Um, in like the in the in-person charisma and intimidating presence of uh the animated character and rebels but still i love it yeah it's like he's been missing the gym for a while yeah right i also thought like yeah his face isn't angular anymore it's very round um but
0: (laughs) i'm also glad they did not cast the voice actor for ezra they did a good job with that
1: ezra actually looks cool now yeah right i really like that actor um and i don't know I, I, he's still cocky a little bit but you know that's fine you know that's Anakin in his personality he can't exactly. get rid of it completely i guess exactly but um yeah I, I, we're kind of jumping all over the place we're not gonna go through like because we're gonna talk about two episodes which is gonna pick our little things to talk about. We have the Night Sisters. We have like everything. We oh have. Oh my like, god! A-
0: I can't believe that's what you watched today. <gasps> what? <laughs> I okay. Know. We. I have to calm down after all of that right now. Okay. <laughs> but okay, wait, so, wait, hold on. Um, mm-hmm. one thing. How did you feel about the? initial appearance of both Thrawn and Ezra what were your thoughts about having because they were both in one episode but they were quite different what were your thoughts about them coming back in general and the way they 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 executed it I guess
1: I mean Thrawn's entrance was magnificent I loved it so much just that whole thing we have the Star Destroyer we have the stormtroopers and then we have Thrawn just marching through the uh, through the uh, rows of soldiers uh. I love it. So mm. those stormtroopers are
0: technically called night troopers, which mm. makes me think something has happened with the night sisters. There, yeah. um, there are a lot of theories on the interwebs, with, to which I know you are not. I don't know privy to privy. I'm um, not. I'm
1: not privy to this internet. Yes, <laughs> which you speak.
0: <laughs> so there are a lot of theories as to whether or not the night troopers are. Alive, even they could all be reanimated. Mm-hmm. They could just be the left, left over living stormtroopers. There's a lot of theories about who is Enoch as well. Who is the guy who with the golden face? Yeah. Um, all these questions have been asked, and I wonder what you think, or at least what you thought, or did you even question their existence at all in the first uh, viewing?
1: I love I love the vis- like visually their appearance. They're all very different. Enoch obviously very interesting in terms of the mask. It reminded me a little bit of where was it? I think it was like three hundred. The movie three hundred or something like oh, that. yeah, where they also and also kind of like the masks. Also again, Game of Thrones, Daenerys arc, the the masked people in the Free Cities with the gold mask. True. Whoa. What is this whole thing with golden
0: masks, guys? Right. It has to be something biblical. I don't think either of us know the Bible that well, so nah. it's probably something there. Why Any does Bible a... heads out there listening to this? <laughs> it is a note. Seriallyhooked.com. <laughs> why, why does it have to be biblical? I
1: didn't. I didn't catch why, it. Why Enoch, that? I think,
0: is a biblical reference oh, of some kind. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I, I would true. imagine that in the Bible somewhere there is a golden mask, and that signifies something. That seems I'm biblical sure. to me. Yeah, that's very true. I think I remember also that you know when Daenerys um uh, like puts like a gold like melts gold spoiler alert on her brother in season one yeah. of Game of Thrones or the first book mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones. I think that's also a biblical reference. I remember from my reading about Game of Thrones. um
1: <laughs> I thought it would be in your readings about the Bible. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much of that in my life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean
1: Game of Thrones is the better book. Vastly superior.
0: Oh, uh, um <laughs> we think all books are equal and have all nope. equal value in this world. Nope. I don't oh, think no.
1: all books are equal. <laughs>
0: the official um, position of Serially e. Hooks is that we
1: don't do not discriminate against any book. I don't I don't want to discriminate against <laughs> the Bible per se. I just don't want to say like I don't think like A- Ayn Rand's foundational foundation bullshit is like on the same level as like actually good books oh yeah
0: actually very good point not all books are created equal <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> anyway
1: and oh my god we're gonna Who would lose have thought some that <laughs> Ayn Rand would uh, get a shout out in this episode she's not good get, she's getting an anti-shout out <laughs> is what is happening uh anyway, or I guess anyway. catching a stray I guess yeah <laughs> okay can you tell your listener that we haven't talked in two weeks we're just I love it I love the hecticness <laughs> we're just playing back and forth ball back and forth um no i love that i love the whole thing it's interesting like whether they're alive or not and because thrawn did mention that they had uh, severe losses so that'd be interesting um like like an interesting workaround i guess just make them like zombies that would which wouldn't some. surprise us right exactly night sisters yeah And uh, I don't know, I always love when, like, shin is always like, oh, those are witches, 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 she says every time. Um, But I love that. And uh, Ezra, okay, can we take a second to talk about those shell people?
0: Okay, all right, I'm really interested. When you preface something like that, I wonder what you're going to say. Go for it, Chris. I'm going to clear off. I'll mute myself.
1: (laughs) No, I want to hear your reaction, but okay this is the fucking most ridiculous bullshit since the ewoks like <laughs> like how dare how dare this is so ridiculous i mean it's a very they for Lonely thing as well very clone wars but this is not like a throwaway episode on a cute planet or something this actually has some like i don't know this the, that was it was just too silly for me um and also, like they they initially um, reminded me of the Jawas, which went hand in hand with the what they only call the nomads, um, which also very problematic using that word here, but anyway, uh, which were a did the, kind of similar if not the same noises as the Tuscan Raiders which i just thought okay so we're just transplanting two people from Tatooine onto this other planet but also they again they looked so like feudal japanese in their armor and their kind of their weapons as well and then later on in the second in the episode 7 when they charge they look like like yeah, they sound like the Tuscan Raiders. They look feudal Japanese, but on wargs from like fucking Lord of the Rings. And I'm just like, what the? What's happening here? Somebody's overdone it with the with the like quote like pop culture references here.
0: That's fair enough. I'm not going to argue with any of that. I wish that they like had some plot use I mean yet yeah, the plot use was yeah. that she was only able to find him because she was able to gain trust of one of them and that's why he was that's why Ezra was able to avoid Thrawn for so long until Sabine basically led them to the trap basically through the naughty whatever whatever whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, I think they were fine they were cute enough I didn't mind it as much as you did um, I wish they in the episode 7 had more like emotional weight to them not just yeah. like put them to the side and put them in a battle I'm glad that they didn't become like Jawa and start fighting and start to fight like professional uh, like <laughs> yeah. soldiers. So that was good. I think that was an improvement yeah. over Star Wars episode 6. Uh, they kind of to a certain extent reminded me of the Lerman if you remember them. Oh, in uh, interesting. Clone Wars really early yeah. Clone Wars
1: stuff. Oh, those were bad episodes. Those were really <laughs> bad episodes. I remember them.
0: <laughs> yeah, the good old days, maybe not so much, mm. but <laughs> Yeah, i think um I, I i didn't object too much to them i was more just like this kind of makes sense in terms of where ezra would hide out yeah, i do sure. agree a lot with the the quote-unquote nomads i do agree that they made no sense to have them there actually mm-hmm. um it wasn't added it didn't add anything to have them there they could have should just happened upon a Nazi like you don't need to have a fight scene there Uh, what is the you know what do we learn from that and in the end they don't actually do anything Um, I did really like the animation slash uh, slash puppet work of the riding wolves I don't know what they're called Mm -hmm. uh, officially Uh, I think that the they've really enhanced the ability to use props as well as CGI in, in a lot of things in Star Wars. And I think that was a really good example because the the way it emotes, yet the way uh, it feels so natural when Sabine is riding mm. it, I think that's incredibly done. So uh, in terms of the ancillary side characters, it does, as you said, seem like this is just not desert Tatooine. In some ways, uh, yeah. but I think it was. I didn't mind it as much as you did. It's just, it's like, oh, these are the Star Wars tropes. Um, yeah. More creativity would have been nice, but yeah,
1: yeah, you know. But I, I love the little comedic moment with Sabine and her like riding Wolf with like, oh no, yeah, you left you, me. <laughs> like, you abandoned me. It's like, stay away. And then, it, you know, the frame still lingers, <laughs> and then it's, 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 it starts following again. That was really cute. Um, in terms of Ezra coming back, I don't really like that, but I thought it was just so understated. Like, I would have wanted more emotion for, uh, like, they haven't seen each other in many years. And if, like, everything this show has uh, demonstrated to us, it's that, or told us, more or less, is that Ezra is the most important person to Sabine. And it was, like, weirdly cold. Like that, re- not cold, but there was like, oh yeah, great, like okay, it, you know, little hug, and like, oh wow, I can't believe I, you know, I get to see you, and then it's like, okay, and then we're like back to talking normal, and it's like, can we have like a little bit more of an emotional impact here, please? I wonder how much I agree with that. Mm. um I
0: think that maybe on Sabine's side I agree. I don't know how much I agree with Ezra. Um, yeah, okay. Just that because of sense. his journey as becoming a pseudo Jedi, um, yeah. it seemed quite emotional. I did like the understated way that they juxtaposed Thrawn's entrance to Ezra's entrance. Mm-hmm. Ezra just kind of showing up on the side and kind of inside of like a. Poor looking village, I guess, and mm-hmm. uh, Thrawn with all his pompous imperial signifi- like, um, signifiers, like signifiers, etc. And I really like that difference, right? So the, tra- the trail that Ezra has gone on, which especially after Episode Seven and his refusal to use a lightsaber, um, he did. I mean, end up shooting a gun, so it's not he's like he's pacifist now. No. But um, it seemed like he's gone on a journey through the Force in a way mm-hmm. that we maybe don't understand yet. Um, I, it's. It's interesting. I think they they were intentionally, in my in my reading, cooling it down a little bit to avoid speculation of of any sexual tension between the two. Uh, I would I imagine because if it's, it becomes too
1: warm, the embrace, uh, yeah. people would just be like. Yo, worshipping them, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like in between episodes that totally fucked or something. Exactly. Uh, but
0: in reality, that's not
1: the case. No. They have a sibling relationship. Uh, also on a
0: meta level, it's weird to say in reality when referencing Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, you know. It is very real. It's real to us. Um yeah, you you just mentioned it. Um he's kind of becoming like space monk from uh, rogue one yes space monk <laughs> and the other guy <laughs> exactly the, be- the best like uh cantina cover band there is uh no <laughs> um no I, he's becoming some sort of force martial artist which i kind of like you know we haven't seen that that much but i i'm digging it
0: yeah me too i really liked it i wonder if in episodes eight he's gonna pick up a lightsaber again though like because of necessity
1: yeah probably uh, probably probably he probably will um but i also liked as you mentioned before that he did pick up a blaster when the situation uh warranted it so you know he's not above using weapons and that was like a dark for me personally a dark throwback to obi-wan in uh, revenge of the sith ah like, you're right you know
0: And I like how he does duel with Shin and she has a lightsaber and he's able to block
1: her and kind of hold his own kind of actually without a lightsaber. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I I love, I love, I loved as well when uh, Shin showed up and uh, Ezra was like, Oh, who's she? And (laughs) Sabine was like, Oh yeah, she's kind of like you just like less funny or whatever she said. It was like so fun. (laughs) Like the humor there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just overall, I think like the tone was like really interesting. Um, also side
0: note Space Monk and the other guy would have been a great alternative name for this podcast
1: oh my god (laughs) but who's the Space Monk and who's the other guy clearly you're the Space
0: Monk and I'm the other guy let's be honest
1: (laughs) I can live with that Uh, (laughs) uh, speaking of the tone of this episode C-3PO shows up out of nothing what? Um,
0: yeah that was very shocking to me that whole first scene of episode 7 what did you think about that?
1: I mean, see that Senator Sieno uh, seems super corrupt and trying to, uh, you know, just hide something like he he's he just seems like a double agent or something. He has to be an imperial plant. He has to. Right. (laughs) Otherwise, it'd be so bad. Um, It's
0: funny that his son ends up working for the resistance. Spoiler alert to everyone. But that's (laughs) a terrible show.
1: So no one should watch it. For sure. Um, I like I did kind of like that Hera is on trial for disregarding the order but also that was just like not very non consequential. And I don't know in the beginning when I saw the episode like when I saw the episode description and everything I thought that it would be like a 45 minute courtroom drama of like what happens to Hera now. But nope, everything gets resolved in like eight minutes.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that first sequence. Uh, the f- The best part of it, the best part of it, and probably my favorite part of episode seven, maybe this entire show, is when Zeno's like he's just a droid, and Chopper like yeah. p- pipes up like he's gonna murder him.
1: Uh, exactly, like a, like almost like a barking dog it's so or something. Funny, it is so funny. Yeah, I was just like laughing my ass off. At we that need that more Chopper. Well. Oh my god, always. I mean, clearly they need, need uh their own show, Hera and Chopper. I think they should have.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna say Rebels season five, separate from Ahsoka, moving forward, but also just the Hera Ahsoka, sorry, Hera Chopper show would be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could do with Rebels season five live action or something. That'd be Why fun. Not? We already have everyone
0: there. They just have exactly. to have the money to pay for Zeb's <laughs> CGI. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I like he got a mo- yeah, he got a no- he got a shout out in this episode. Yeah, just for being sure. like Zeb's training people on the side <laughs> just like oh yeah, yeah okay <laughs>
1: that was also there yeah Um. but I also love uh, that Ahsoka has all of these like instru- training instructions recorded by Anakin clearly Clone Wars Anakin it was so moving that's so
0: cute and the fact that she kept them and we see mm-hmm. it after her journey so we could assume also I wish they had have shown us this her dusting them off but I would imagine that she didn't touch them for a while and now she's just yeah. going through them again and that's so heartwarming
1: I know, right? So nice. And like what Huyang's reaction to that also was great. Um, The whole thing with her reaching out to locate Sabine, but then the Night Sisters can kind of locate her in turn was kind of a neat thing, I thought. Um, Even though, again, like very convenient timing the
0: the night sister's magic is really interesting cuz it mm. it's not actually magic it's a different way of tapping into the force yeah. which i really like i want more creative ways of using the force and the night sisters seems to be a very interesting take on it
1: for sure and they're like they're sith like affiliated, but they're not really Sith. Also, it's also really interesting, uh, and yeah, I totally agree. More creative ways to work with the force. That's why I'm kind of happy that um, Ezra is now kind of becoming a martial artist. That's fun, um, and yeah, I don't know. There's there's like a lot of going on. I, also, oh my god, Balin versus Ahsoka, you know, part two. I love the like visually. Um Balin in all black with the red lightsaber and Ahsoka in like all white and off white with the white lightsabers. Oof. Beautiful. Ah, I love that so much. And the like Japanese music that played, that's how you do that correctly. Not have like (laughs) a bunch of weird like quote unquote bad guys just dressed up in like Japanese fake armor. It's like okay, okay, guys, calm down. Um also though, speaking of Balin. Like, the way he parts ways with Shin, like, wow. That was such a curious and interesting uh, uh, little discussion there. And she's clearly, after the
0: end of the episode, going to go back to him, right? So, what's going to go on there? Like, how is he going to react? And is she going to take her back?
1: Is she going to ask for his help? Like, is... What? Mm -hmm. I love, though, like, how taken aback she was. Like, "What? what? Everybody's like retreating what's happening and then she's like oh i'm just gonna run away <laughs> that was kind of funny uh but yeah i wonder what he's up to like yeah Balaam, i guess we'll never fully find out because you know ray Stevenson died i want i don't think they're gonna pay everything off in like an episode but uh still curious
0: my suspicion is that he's going. There's going to be a wedge driven between him and Shin, and Shin is going to join our friends. Maybe mm. that wouldn't surprise me, or of some kind, or join Thrawn and leave him. I think that they've been cleverly driving a wedge between them some somehow, um, yeah. just because of the, how cold that separation was. At least that's how yeah.
1: it read to me. Yeah, I don't. It was very interesting. It was also very understated, but in a way that I liked it when like you know he says like you're she he is obviously very aware like when he says like your ambition drives you one way my path leads me on another and you know it's cool it's fine we can just like leave we can stay friends right yeah it's like a breakup conversation <laughs> yeah exactly is yeah oh I, I could i could uh, remember that quote uh, <laughs> no i don't have plans to break up with anyone at this point uh, <laughs> put that on the record. Yeah, please not. I just started a relationship. This can't... This can't... <laughs> she cannot hear this. Uh, Am I cutting that out? Is that an actual uh, request? Uh, no, it's fine. It's, just, it's clearly a joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's an c- interesting dynamic between the two of them. I kind of like them. It, it reminded me of that very first episode of Star Wars Visions with the guy who uh, ends up having a red lightsaber like this mysterious figure who's not really a sith yeah it's like yeah again like as you said like more creative ways with the force and also more creative ways of like challenging the dichotomy of sith and jedi i just realized that both intro quotes i picked were from balin (laughs) yeah (laughs) interesting
0: that just like goes to show what i really
1: love about this show yeah he has the most interesting lines for sure like, even though Thrawn is also written as Thrawn was written in uh, in Rebels, for sure. Like, I paid play, very close attention to that. Um, and again, the delivery was great. Just, like, the physicality was very different. I also think that they're holding back using Thrawn too much in this. So yeah.
0: I think they want to build him up. And, Probably. Because I think they want to, like, really make him a really big bad.
1: Yeah, maybe he's just going to be, like, the big bad that, like, they tie... Uh, All of the, when they tie all of the Star Wars shows together, you know? That would make sense to me. And it seems that he's going to
0: be the one to actually bring down the New Republic to its knees Mm. before the First Order comes up. Yeah. I mean, they deserve it, as we have talked about last time. (laughs)
1: 100%.
0: Woo! What an exciting couple episodes. Right? Um, but we're going to the finale soon, Chris. It's all going to mm. wrap up here. I'm not entirely sure that they have a season two. I'm pretty sure that they do, but I don't know exactly. But um, with that I mean said, what do you think is going to happen in the finale? Do you have any uh, predictions
1: for us? I mean, some sort of big battle uh, for sure. And it's probably going to re- revolve around how are we all going to come like go back to our uh, own galaxy? The big question is, who makes it back to the galaxy and who doesn't? Exactly. Like, who gets left behind? I could see, like, I don't know. And also, yeah, like, as we just talked about, Balin and Shin are kind of the wild cards here. Everybody else is kind of, it's very clear where their, uh, you know, where their um, loyalty lies. Um, but yeah, I just have, uh, you know, like, the big showdown at the end here and it's going to revolve around getting back to the galaxy. What do you think? I think we get Balin and
0: Ahsoka part three. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine Ahsoka wins that (laughs) one-handedly.
1: Ahsoka dies.
0: Oh, man. I do actually think that there's a good chance Ahsoka gets left behind. And Mm. that would be crazy. Um, Right. I would also imagine that Ezra might be one of them to get left behind or Sabine, um, just because Ezra did say in episode 7, something to the effect of I can't wait, I'm definitely going home now, basically. Mm. And it's like, oh... Don't say that. Yeah, yeah. You're in a movie, man. Or you're in a show. Don't say that.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, again, to quote Game of Thrones, like, never say, okay, next time we see each other, we're going to talk about this important thing. It's like, no. Yeah, 100%. So (laughs) one of
0: them is going to get left behind. And I think... It might be Ahsoka, actually. And Mm. I think one of the things that that will do is really set up Thrawn as a big bad. Maybe he'll outmaneuver them and actually really shine as a bad there. Um, I think we'll get some revelation on what is going on between the Sisters and Thrawn. Why are they aligned? What's going on there? Is it that they're trying to go back and take over Dathomir after Dooku wiped them out? Um, I wonder what's going to happen. And I think I had imagined that we'll get set up for season two. I don't think that they're not going to do season two of the show. So I guess we'll find out all this soon.
1: Very soon. And we're going to be here to talk about it at some point.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. But I guess that's all I have for today, Chris. You got anything else for us? No, I'm good. I'm just waiting for uh, for the next episode. This was a fun episode, a fun recording. Really hectic, really fun. We should go more often, more time without talking sometimes, because when we come <laughs> back, we come back crazy.
1: Uh, what what is it? Was that quote? Distance make the heart makes the heart grow fonder, or something like that. Distance makes the podcast better. <laughs> and cut.
0: Talk to you next time.
1: <laughs> Bye.